RadioInfluence.com. Welcome back to a new episode of the You're Not Wrong podcast, a podcast where a Gen Xer and a millennial discuss culture back then, culture right now, and mostly agree to disagree. My name's Elizabeth. I'm the millennial. I'm Nicole, and I'm Gen Xer. And that strong. Today, we have a very special Father's Day themed millennial moment with none other than my dad. Yay! The, the resident baby boomer. Elizabeth's dad's here. Hello, everyone. <laughs> are you happy to be here? Oh, I'm just thrilled to death. Oh, are you? Yes, really? absolutely. I listen to this podcast all the time. I was going to say, you might be our biggest you know, fan. Yeah, well, really? Maybe. Okay. I was surprised. I know that. I gave you a good review. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Wait, don't say that. <laughs> don't do that. that don't do that. <laughs> and the other 10 guys I paid. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. All the reviews came from Elizabeth. You can pay there. some more people, Pop. You don't have to. No, no, I'm fibbing. Oh, okay. Thank you. So you're a fan. Absolutely. I was surprised to hear that. Really? Yeah. I like that, though. That's great. My dad supports me. What does your dad do? He's like, when are you going to write another article for the newspaper? <laughs> Literally, I have not done that in 10 years. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so usually, I mean, you know this because you listen, but usually I start off by asking Nicole something random because I can't ask her how she's doing. I don't I don't really like that question. No, she doesn't. It's, too, it's just generic. I won't ask her how you how you're doing, but you are a baby boomer. I am. And this is a podcast about a Gen yes, Xer and a millennial. But, are you but am I really? Because... You know, yeah, you are. There is, is that there is that unknown segment called the what is it? The oh uh, gosh, here we go. Uh, the, Forgotten something. The Jones. I don't know, Papa. It's kind of like this. at the end of the baby boomers, right before Gen X. Gen X, right. I feel that. Yeah. I well, but we're that. we're both cuspers too. We are cuspers. I'm a yeah. cusp of actually a millennial, and I'm a cusp of Gen Z. How interesting. Wow. Yeah. That's so. amazing. <laughs> is it? Wow. Sorry, guys. We're just group, grouping ourselves into I know, further, a tribe. Further subcategory. Yeah. So, how, so as a baby boomer, right. and you listen to the show, and we talk about things that are about us, right? Either millennials mm -hmm. or Gen Xers. All about us. What, I mean, are there any baby boomer things that you miss or differences you see now that you've been listening to us? Uh, well, you know, the things that I see is mostly, uh, you know, like social media. That's that's the big difference because we didn't have any of that. You guys didn't even have up. the internet. No, we didn't have cable. Okay, <laughs> we have I remember a time without cable. But we, it's we had a very four channels. white, black and white time period. Yeah, I grew up in Tampa. We had four channels. Really? Yeah. We had Channel 8, Channel 10, Channel 13, and there was a Channel 32 that you had to turn the dial on so UHF. You, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. I didn't see uh, cable until like uh, the mid '80s or the beginning of the '80s here in, in Tampa. Did you have you had phones though? We did. What we did? I don't want to the Flintstones. Yeah, yeah we they even had phones. It wasn't like we, carrier pigeons. We put our pigeons. drums away and, and started smoke. using uh, and the smokestacks <laughs> and started using phones. But uh, you know, like with uh, communications, it was really different than it is now. Um, I remember as a small child, we used to have a party line. And if you don't know what a party line is, is that the telephone company would run a line up to your street mm -hmm. and then split it to different houses. 
Okay, wait. I want to. I really want to understand this because remember I told you I did not know what this was. Yeah, I briefly mentioned this because you oh, had okay. said it to me, right. and so she was like, "Run what the is line." It? They run a line to the say your corner of your street. Okay, and then they would split it. Now your phone had its own phone number, but when you picked up the phone, you couldn't make a phone call if your neighbor was on the phone because you. Oh you, my god! Oh, it was just crazy. You used to hate, you know. <laughs> You've been on for about 30 minutes. So I need to make an important phone call. Can you get off? Oh my so we were gosh. sharing actual phone lines. But how did the party line work? Everybody was on at the same time? It's usually about three or four people. And, you know, or houses, you had to you wait mean, for someone to get off the line. Like houses. Like, houses, yeah, yeah. People living across the street. Next and what door. are you talking about? Like, are you talking about, like, party type things? Like, I think it's just called. No, no, just no. Regular phone call. It's just called the party line. Oh, I thought they were over there like, no, no, talking no. like yeah, no, no. let's turn it's, it's up. When on multiple, <laughs> multiple people. <laughs> Again, I don't know what this is. Yeah, we're on the phone having drinks and stuff. That's you what know? I yeah. thought it was. You I know, thought it was like, hey, looking where's through the Sally? Window, looking through the window, raising our glass That's to our neighbor. Yeah, like, where's Sally at? She's cute. Bring yeah. her on the line. It's yeah. not like a, what do they call, like churches have like trees, like phone yeah, trees. No, phone, yeah. it's just like everyone was on the same phone line. Oh man, I, I completely thought this was different. But like, so how did your neighbor, if you picked up the phone and your neighbor was on a call, did they know that you were listening? Well, you pick it up. They could hear a click. Then oh, you would okay. apologize. Oh, excuse me. Sure. Or would and you then that listening? was kind of like the signal, like, okay, if you're done, get off the phone, you know, and then you just wait about five minutes, pick it up and make a phone call. Oh, yeah, this is, this is great. But what did I care? I was only like five years old when that was going yeah, on. Yeah, you weren't getting that phone calls. True. It's <laughs> like I'm calling my girlfriend or anything. <laughs> so. Yeah. Hmm. Now, yeah. Now everyone it's like has you a carry it with you. Yeah. yeah you Nobody to, has a landline anymore. You're always available now. I mean, like, what was the, were you, how, I always want to know about the pace of things. Like, did you have more time to, like, communicate with people? The pace is a lot slower. Okay. So, you know, there was a time where you didn't talk to anyone all day. Mm-hmm. They couldn't call you at work. You, know, you had to wait till you got home to make a phone call or use the pay phone mm-hmm. if it was an emergency. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had this lovely thing called the answering machine. I remember that. Yeah. And you just uh, listen to all your messages during the day and, uh, you know, return calls if you wanted to. Oh. A great uh, thing to have that came out uh, in the 90s was the pager. The had a pager. pager. You were you were the coolest guy if you we had that pager. The, the clear pager, to your belt. The see-through pager. And that was only they just left a phone number for you to return. So and I remember your mom. She was pregnant with you. Uh huh. And she had a job over in Clearwater, and she used to drive all the way to Clearwater on uh, on this road that was like abandoned for like three miles. So oh I always used to worry, and her tire went flat. And she had to walk like about five blocks to a house, knock on a stranger's door yeah, to make one. a phone call. Pregnant. Can you imagine? No. This yeah. is what I'm saying. See how people were built back then? Well, you got her a cell phone the next day. You kind of learn how to He took her to a yourself. T-Mobile. Yeah, but before that, she was like, I'm not going to knock on that door. I'm going to knock on this door. You know what I mean? Like problem solving skills. Yeah. This is what's missing. So I remember that night. <laughs> I went to Radio Shack. Ah, yes. My yes. Not even Team One of my favorite places back in the day. And I was like, we were like the first kids on the block. I bought a, a Motorola, one of those big. A bag yeah, phone? Yeah, it looked like a, a walkie-talkie from World War II. 
<laughs> and I thought it was the coolest thing because, you know, no one had it. And I remember driving to the house and I was parked outside and I'm calling my wife and say, yeah, honey, I'm stuck at work. <laughs> and then walked in the door and said, what's going on? So, but, you know, now it's just, uh, you know, it's totally accepted. Everybody has their own cell phone. No one has a landline anymore. Yeah. I That's feel, a big you difference. You don't have one? No, oh, no. Really? Yeah. We have a number, but I don't think with the phones hooked up. He resisted for a long time. We had a number for a very long time, but you don't have one in the new house. Two two one one nine five nine. I know. I, I remember. Say, do you remember your phone number? I remember the phone number. Yeah, I still put it on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I still remember my phone number as a little kid. It was eight seven six three zero four nine. Oh man, I still remember my great grandmother six two three zero one two six. I remember mom's old work <laughs> phone number. Yeah, was it eight six seven five three zero nine? Oh, we got jokes now. We're done. We're done. We're done with the nostalgia. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So thanks, Pop. That's you taught Nicole something new. I had heard about the party line. You literally taught me Elizabeth's dad. I'm sorry. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Pop. I got the short Elizabeth's hair. dad. <laughs> like that name. That's just that's how we refer yeah. to him from now on. I literally did not know what the party line thing was all about. Thanks for that clarity. See. He can, he's teaching me. Things. I could have taught you that. I just no. thought it was better because he taught me. Yeah. So I thought you I should learn it from him. Me. You still thought it was about parties. I still think some people were getting up there. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they were. Having fun. Can you imagine? Yeah. I'm he's sure. Dropping. Oh, the amount of scandal that must have like happened because of a party line. Oh, and you know, people were listening to your conversation. That's so you had I'm to saying. watch what you were saying. Yeah, exactly. I feel like this is this like, KGB it's giving social media guys. The party line is giving social media early, early knowing people's business. Mm, yeah, I guess. Only if you let them know. <clears throat> True. That's the thing. That's another thing. People were not telling all their business no, back then. No. But anyway, I'm sorry. No. We're not going to go down that road. No, they pulled the drums back out for the secrets. <laughs> um, so thanks, Pop. Um, like I said, this is going to be a millennial moment. And mm-hmm. then we'll head into a You're Not Wrong from Nicole. Yeah, I think but I got one. For this episode, I thought since you're here, it's for Father's Day, right? Father's Day is Sunday. Right. So I th- And so this will come out after that. Yeah. But, but yeah. I thought since you're someone I go to advice, I feel like people go to their dads for advice, that we could let you try to answer some advice questions from the internet. <laughs> and let's see what a baby boomer dad thinks about these uh, internet problems. Okay, (laughs) you know, I'll try my best. The thing is, is that, uh, you know, I grew up in a different uh, era. So, you know, advice that I would have probably wouldn't help too much in today. Your advice is going to probably be the best advice, honestly. Yeah, I think you should just give us your advice and uh, and we'll let the listener judge what they think about your advice. All All right. So let's get into it. Obviously, I went to Reddit and looked favorite place. my favorite place on the internet, and I found a bunch of different questions. So, like I said, just go ahead and take a stab at answering however your heart kind of like leads you. Don't think about what we think. If I do that, you might be banned. <laughs> no, that's right. That's how I feel. Okay, so this first question comes from r slash advice, and the person asks, I've drawn the CEO of our multi-billion dollar company for Secret Santa. What do I get him? 
Wow, something that he probably like, what wouldn't you, get for himself, like maybe a uh, $25 gift card to Target. <laughs> That's a sensible you know, I mean, answer. What do you get someone who has everything? Who has everything. Something that they wouldn't get normally. Maybe a tie. No, that's <laughs> terrible. Mm-mm. Don't ever buy a person a tie. Wait, yeah. do you buy ties for people? <laughs> no, but sometimes I see ties and I think they're nice. What would you get them? Me? Yeah. I, I always, really don't know. I always think to get people alcohol. <laughs> um, because I feel like you don't have to spend a whole bunch for something that's like a decent quality. So I would probably just get him like a $40 bottle of wine. And even if he doesn't drink it, maybe he can give it to somebody like during the holidays or just have it at his party or something. But he's got to be thinking, oh, sorry, I missed a part of it. What? The limit is $5. What? <laughs> oh, brother. That's my bad. I'm sorry. I didn't read the fine yeah, print. Like, $5. The person's a very low level employee and the limit is $5. I don't know what company puts their CEO on the thing, on the thing. he's a multi, a billion. What did you say, billionaire? Well, it's a multi-billion-dollar company. So what? What do you get for five dollars? Wow, um, a Dunkin' Donuts coupon <laughs> card. I see a lot a of gift of cards in my future. Just a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. a coffee. nice cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah. You that. know, I I think I probably sit down for a little while and just think. Uh, what I could get only because you want them to believe that you put some thought into it mm. instead of just picking something off the shelf and okay. CVS on the way to work. Yeah. Like I do my secret Santas. How about like a rock <laughs> pet? Hmm. Do they still have those? I don't know. They but were real popular you know, little rock concerts. They put a little bunch of pebbles in there. Yeah. I just feel like that would be. Okay. That's a very generous <laughs> answer. Um, I would say some batteries. Battery needs batteries. I guess that's true. <laughs> it's definitely less than five dollars. Your dad is like, what? <laughs> okay. There's another question, and I could see myself calling you for this. Actually, okay. like this is something that if it was happening to me, I'd be like, I guess I'm gonna call my dad. Hmm. How the fuck do I wake this guy up? This guy's sleeping on my floor. He has tea with his grandmother soon. Nothing I do wakes him up. I shook him and talked loudly, all the rest. He's alive, he's breathing, but he will not wake up. That's where I come in. Oh, oh. I just drive over there, <laughs> pick him up and drag him out. <laughs> just tell me where his car is and I'll oh. leave him right next to oh. it. Okay. <laughs> well, for anyone listening, for. Yeah, for anyone listening, no, I'm protected. I mean, that's my advice. Give me a call, I'll take care call of you. Call your dad. <laughs> <laughs> what if someone doesn't have a dad? To call well, and drive across town. No, I, I, to really, you could stump me on that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what would you do if it was like your friend, man? <laughs> well, let me try to remember something. one of the many times that happened to me. Exactly. Yeah. Like I know this has happened to you. Well, I've met your friends. <laughs> I just, I guess I'd call some friends and drag him out. No, and and try to pick him up and sober him up. I mean, get him out of there, basically. Someone, we, that said they didn't know them, right? It was a complete stranger or someone you knew. They didn't say. They just said, he's in my house. How do I get this guy up out of here? He's got, yeah. well, he's got tea with his grandmother soon. So I have to imagine they do know each other. I mean, you can always, if you know, pick him up, throw him in a car, take him home. I mean, that would be the best thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. This is like very 
just solid yeah, advice. This is no wavering. It's like this is what you do. Pick them out. Get them out. Call that's somebody. You. That's the first thing. You got to okay. get them out. Get them up out of there. What's yeah. the second thing? Because you don't want them to pass away in your <laughs> right. Okay. You, right, better in the front yard. Sure. Yeah. Off the property line. Right. Got it. Get them on the sidewalk. It's public property. Put a screwdriver in his hand. Oh my god! What? <laughs> What? <laughs> I have a job interview tomorrow and I was told to bring an item that quote unquote encapsulates what I bring to the workplace. Ugh. Any suggestions? Jesus. Uh, I, that's kind of like. Isn't that mm. the worst thing to make somebody do for a job interview? There's an edit as to what they brought so I can read that, but. I don't know what I wouldn't even want that job. Why are you making me bring stuff to I would, the interview? Yeah, I wouldn't that go. Encapsulates I wouldn't me? go to the interview, I think. Um probably not. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I got a job when I was 20 and I I stayed at the same place employed for uh, 38 years. Hmm. And uh I retired. And then a couple uh, last year I think it was, was it last year? I just for giggles. Oh, yeah, it was. I applied for a job at uh, some uh, bank, and uh, the last question was, "If you had to be an animal, mm-hmm. what kind of animal would you be, and why?" <laughs> Can you imagine and this? I, man? And I got really <laughs> kind of like, what you know, I'm, why I'm, are you asking me this? I'm gonna give away something here. I'm 64 years old, and you're gonna ask me what kind of animal I would be and oh. why. And I just told him, I said, well, I would be a cat because I would just sit there and watch what's going on. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you would claw their eyes out. No, no. <laughs> yeah, and, but and that's just, creepy, and too. And just soak in everything. Interesting Concerning. answer. I would not feel safe. I'd be like, we can't hire the yeah, cat. Yeah, I wouldn't know <laughs> that guy either. I just thought it was just silly of the interviewer would because be, they had to put something in there at the end. Would you rather we ask what kind of animal you would be or what kind of fruit you would be? Did you get fruit one Neither. time? I've had a question about fruit. What kind of fruit would you be? What'd you say? Um, I don't remember, but one of my friends said they would be a banana because <laughs> it you can carry it around and it takes you through the day like it sustains you not not that we have to figure out what kind of fruit we would be but i that is a question that's that floats around sometimes i think i would be a mango oh see now we're going into it why uh they taste great they are delicious they're a little exotic they're different they're interesting but inside is a giant pit it's dark. It's just dark. Heavy. Can't really cut into it. It's tough to eat. <laughs> Heavy. It could hurt you if thrown at you with velocity. What oh, you got? I, I, at this point, I would just be a prune. Oh, oh. well, you know what? Prunes are very Prunes are good useful. Yeah. Yeah. Regular. <laughs> I'm going to come to the job every day. I know. There you go. Right. Yeah. There you go. Okay, ah, so yeah. this person said um, they did get the job, by the way. What did they bring? So they said, first of all, they wanted to thank Reddit for all their suggestions, especially the double extra large condoms. Oh, my gosh. Which I do think is not a bad not recommendation. Bring that. <laughs> but um, what this person went with was a toy car because I bring drive. I know that sounds cringe, but oh, well. That's what they brought. Yeah. All of the answers to this are cringe, except for the scary. I'm going to watch you. 
I mean, I don't even, I thought about this one. Like, what would I bring? What would you bring? Batteries. (laughs) (laughs) Sensing a theme. (laughs) Because you. I energize the situation. Okay, okay. I keep it going. I would probably bring like a small succulent. Because literally I would have that at my desk. So what do I bring to this job is is my desk decor. Okay. You know. <laughs> in my days. Oh gosh. No one asks you questions like that. They ask you this. What? You gonna show up to work every day? I know that's right. Are you gonna put in a hard day's work for a hard day's pay? Mm-hmm. And that was it. How much can you lift? You know? <laughs> that's can a you, good yeah, question can you, right can there. You, can you lift the fifty pounds? That's what so. people need to know. That's all you need to know. All right. Um, okay. This one is a little bit of a turn and it's going to have some more explanation. My husband is obsessed with Destiny's Child and it's ruining our marriage. What do I do? Last year, my husband <laughs> discovered Destiny's Child. I don't know how he wasn't aware of them. But you know who Destiny's Child is? The singing group yeah. where one of the girls died in a plane crash. Didn't she? Nah, no, no. Aaliyah died in a plane crash, but she wasn't in a group. That's his child. Who was he thinking so about? Don't they sing like the waterfall? You talking about Girl, TLC? Oh, TLC. Okay. Oh. Twenty years before right. well, that's the child. That was Casey, my time period. If you ask me who Casey and the Sunshine Band is, I'll let you know. I'll tell you all Destiny's about the group. Destiny's Child. Do you know Beyonce? Yes. She was the leader of Destiny's Child. She right. was remember when she was in a group before she went solo. Okay. Okay. That's Destiny's Child. So that's Destiny's Child. Yeah. So much like this wife, she doesn't know how he wasn't aware of them before, but that's beside the point. He didn't have the obsession before we were married. In fact, we've been married for seven years and he's never exhibited any signs of obsessive behavior before this. Now his obsession is taking over both our lives and costing us a lot of money. He spends all day on eBay, bidding on Destiny's Child merch. He's always the highest bidder, so it's very expensive. He's only subscribed, <laughs> he's only subscribed to streaming services so he can listen to them. He bought a Bluetooth shower speaker so he can listen while he showers. He cannot have one conversation without saying something like, you know, that actually reminds me of a Destiny's Child lyric. He spent hours watching YouTube tutorials, learning the choreography from every video. He makes me watch him dance to make sure his form and timing are perfect. He emails the members asking for a reunion tour. He has also sent them birthday gifts in the mail. I would like to point out that this obsession is not sexual. He just thinks they're really cool. I'm at my wit's end. I feel like I can't escape Destiny's Child and have lost my husband. <laughs> Any advice? Look like you're really thinking about this. <laughs> I know he is. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Now you have a daughter, so imagine this was me right. telling you my husband is obsessed with Destiny's Child. Cut him off. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. Like in what way? Financially or no? It's time to go to the lawyer. You know what I'm talking about. It's time to go to the lawyer. (laughs) Honey, I got a headache. Oh, honey, I got a headache. What the currency, honey? Use the currency of the of the marriage. Oh, (laughs) oh. So you're. Oh, now I understand. You you want to hump something? Hump that poster. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking. I thought we were divorcing him. that's what I was going to say. I realized we were going so nuclear. You want to work on it before you get there. No, that one's going He's too doing far. Choreography. I can't. That's too the, much. No. He's actually mentally ill. I'm going to just say that if this obsession, I don't think that I would be interested in him. Okay. Baby steps. We'll give him a chance. Cut him off first, then seek help. Let's say that, let's say that that doesn't, that does not work. Okay. 
do I get him a therapist or do I divorce him? I'm like, Pop, look, this guy. Well, you'd have to tell him that you have a choice to make. It's either me or Destiny Child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to. I want you to get all this stuff that you bought, put it in a plastic bag. Oh. And I'm, you know, and just uh, put it away in the attic <laughs> because you, know, you might be able to sell it later on. For oh, okay. You don't want to okay, 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 okay. just throw it away. I know that's right. Yeah, yeah that's too, too much money. You've invested too much. Yeah, you're invested now. So put it away, and then what? Do you get a therapist or? No, it's either me, me or death. So don't even try to get him help. <laughs> you're not worried about that. I, I would say at this point he's beyond. It. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is boomer know. math. There's I no agree. Help. He goes straight to the jugular. I mean, no, it's just cut and dry. I mean, you can. Why put off the ine- inevitable? Yeah, he's right. That's fair. Why Destiny's Child? It's so <laughs> weird. That's why I'm saying. I mean, I'm not an advocate. Something's of just throwing happening in the towel, here. No, but like this one is just too weird for me. That's better than the Jackson Five. Oh, I would rather fair. him be obsessed with Jackson Five than Destiny's Child. If I had to pick, oh. <sighs> Jackson yeah. 5, they're all children. This is true. <laughs> now, I do have to admit, I did have a little obsession with Donna Summer. You did. Oh, okay, but what were you, like 16? That was, that was... This is different. No, I wasn't 15. He was, was probably 20-something. Like yeah, I, I saw her in concert over at the Bayfront Center over <laughs> in St. Pete. And I think I was like about... Yeah, I was about 20, 21. She mesmerized you. I remember you. it like yesterday. Oh she my mesmerized God. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad but has a story like that about Shaka Khan. <laughs> he really like he, he he's like to this day everything. Oh, I, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, you know. But you weren't uh, memorizing Donna Summer's choreography. No, no. Yeah. I just you, know. you just liked you liked her a lot. Yeah, he cause, wasn't because she was a bad girl. Singing it, yeah, she was bad. You know what? Guess what? You know who looks a lot like Donna Summer? Kelly from Destiny's Child. No, oh, really. Oh. She's a Donna keep it Summer. Away look- from Pop. She's a Donna <laughs> Summer lookalike. Where can I buy some, some stuff? <laughs> yeah, there might be someone on Reddit who's getting rid of some stuff. Um, the person did leave an update, so she says, "My husband had an MRI yesterday. <laughs> He's crazy for real." Because <laughs> Reddit told her he needs like sometimes when you like fixate like that out of nowhere, it can be uh, either a tumor or some sort of brain damage. So um, they got an MRI. He's fine. Apparently, everything was totally normal, but he finally realized how seriously she was taking it and how big a problem it had become in their marriage. So he's going to a therapist and they're hoping for the best. Well, good for them. (laughs) Oh, brother. I liked your advice better, Pop. (laughs) How? There's more money out the door. For the therapist. therapist. (laughs) All right, we spent $20,000 on, you know. Destiny child, let's spend another fifty on a therapist. That's what I'm telling you. Cut okay, and then we'll get a divorce because we don't have any money. Exactly. Now we're fighting over yeah. Destiny's child and broke. Can't, can't pay the mortgage. Wow, this got dark. Um, <laughs> how do you? And I'm. And this is, I think, a good one for you because I know with your employer, at times you probably felt this way. How do you professionally say I don't give a fuck? Oh, language. Uh, I used to use this phrase no matter what my performance was. And it usually uh, would uh, get them off my back. I, w- I would just say, you know, I'm doing the best I can. But was that true? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, what can, what can they say when you say that? They can say that, uh, well, it's not good enough. Right. And I said, well, then we have an issue here. How do you want to handle it? You know, so. Oh, whoa. Okay. Some BDE. Because I'm doing yes. the best I can. At that Power moment, move. even if it wasn't yeah. the best, is at yeah, that I moment, would. this is all I can do this for you. This is it. Psychologically, that's all I can give you. <laughs> the Gen X or me does not like that answer. Oh, really? No. So what would you do? I don't like when people say that. Say That's like, I don't know. When they say, what do you want to do? <laughs> no, when they say, I'm doing the best I can. Oh, well, let's mm-hmm. let's be clear here. I used to work in a union shop, oh, okay. so that, that, yeah, that right. helps tremendously when you just. Say I that. get that. That's true. I feel that. Yeah. Then that's by the way. I mean, I don't know many places that have you. I know Amazon's trying, but I don't know many places that have unions anymore. No, you'll be flat on your it's ass. It's real scarce. Mm-hmm. It's real rare these days. Because maybe in the food industry, there's unions. I don't know about in Florida, but uh, teachers union. Sure, Te- you know. cops, cops, fire, yeah. fire department. Yeah, most, most of your government agencies have uh, unions. Public work, public work. A lot yeah. of the industries like uh, longshoremen and stuff like that. Yeah. I I had a union. I wish I, I had a union. We had a union. One of the newspapers I worked at had a union. It's very interesting. We used to have meetings in the basement and everything. <laughs> it's like the real deal. Did you? Did either of you guys ever strike? No, I never did a strike. Did you? In 1980. Ooh. My, let's just say company, it was a government agency, um, threatened to go on strike. And we were told to, if, if the strike happened at midnight, uh, don't get, don't clock out, just get up and leave. Mm. And they would have shop stewards all around uh, to let you know if it was time or not, but it, it never materialized. Okay. So you were close. Yeah. It, it really sucked because I was only there for like six months. It was like, oh, man, I, I got know, no strike. I, I, I need the job. That's the thing about the union. You're like, am I really all in? Like, I don't know, guys. Maybe we should negotiate. But if you stay, you're a scab, right? Is that what they call them? Well, you know, you do have to work with your fellow employees and, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, you just hope for the best. And, you know, it didn't happen. I think I would have been excited to strike. I've always wanted to strike. It depends, man. Sometimes you're like, you guys, you're being a little irrational. Maybe we should. That's go, true. You know, like we're asking for a lot here. That's very true. But it's helpful to keep your pay at the right amount and make sure you get your benefits and stuff like that. Yeah. So this one is. Wait, you didn't ask me what I would say. I thought I did. No. If they what said, would you say? If they said, what was the question? Uh, how do you say professionally, I don't give a fuck? I have an example. of I, I've done this. Okay. It's a one word. Noted. Period. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> that is pretty good. I've done that before. Or so noted. Duly noted. Duly noted. I've done that. That's a good that that is like somebody sends you this long email and like CC's your boss or whatever. I've had that happen. That's ballsy. And it was like noted, period. I felt good about that. Yeah, I feel like I'd have to f- know that I am completely in the right. Before I send something like that. Because if not. Why? You know it. You heard what they said. <laughs> what, what more needs to be said at that point? That's kind of passive aggressive, though. And you're it not is. for that. You're very against passive aggressive. But there's also a point of like, I'm not going to go back and forth with you. Like, I'm not going to go back and forth with you. You want me to go back and forth with you. So right. you can lay it on even more. So I got you. 
So I got you. Yeah. No. Understood. Yeah. I see. Okay. I like that. So this one's fellow from a dad for fellow dads. He's asking for some advice. Teenagers might try to egg my house tonight. What do I do? Wait, there's back. Uh, there's context. <laughs> He's ready for that. He was one. <laughs> ready. Wondering what you would actually do in this situation. Cause sometimes people like comment, not helpful things. Mm -hmm. My daughter is in high school and has had some ongoing issues with a group of girls without going into much detail. Just know that in every altercation, the school cleared my daughter and the girls were always at fault. A friend of my daughter is in a group chat with these girls and sent her a screenshot of them talking about egging my house. They know we have security cameras and talked about wearing masks and parking so their cars can't be seen. I have a copy of this. My wife and daughter are out of town randomly and I'll be at home with my little kids. That's all the info I have. If you were in this situation where you have advanced warning but also don't know these kids and don't know for sure they're serious, what would you do? You know, I would just let it happen. I mean, oh, okay. no, what what else can you do? I mean, I just keep your water hose handy outside. And when you hear some something, just what else can you do? They're just kids. They're doing stupid things. Wow. You know? But, you know, nowadays, if you do it to the wrong house, somebody's coming out with, you know, a weapon and, and, you know, shooting at your car because they're so angry. Yeah. They don't want to be taken advantage of. But, uh, yeah, just kids being kids. Egg is hard to get off, though. I've always wanted to egg something. We're, we're finding a lot of things about me, I think. Yeah. Uh-oh. I have to confess, I, I was an egger <gasps> when I was a kid. You egged? Oh, absolutely. You used to egg stuff? Oh, yeah. This is a lost art, by the oh, way. Oh, wow. People don't oh. egg anymore. Oh, yeah. The things we did as kids, because we didn't have anything to keep our attention. Uh, you know. to do. So you came up with pranks and, you know, you tried not to overdo it, you know. So, you know, like on Halloween, you would do it. Or What's the best part? Like the one that you were like, oh, oh, yeah, I'm so happy we egged that person's house. I really didn't have one that we we did it, you know, you were because so of personal reasons. Yeah. yeah, we just did it, it as a prank. It was just random. Yeah. What about, did you ever like toilet paper a house? No, it just seemed like too much work. Yeah. It takes too long. You're going to get caught. Yeah. You're just yeah, sitting there true. standing, throwing it up and down, up and yes. You got to do it really late at night. You got to do, do it in the middle of the you night. You got to do it and get out. Egging. Yeah. Well, I see. I always thought you egg people's cars, not that house. That's tough. Well, you know. It ruins your paint. Again, I know it does. Again, Trust me. we <laughs> did it as a prank. We did, you know, we tried to avoid <laughs> property severe damage. property yeah. damage. You know, Good something idea. that you can just wash off, you know. <laughs> Hit a window or something like that. A little hose gets rid of it. No, no harm done. What would you do if I knew the kids were going to egg my house? Yeah, because I kind of like I like that you're just going to let it happen. I mean, it's just egg. Like I don't like that. So what are you going to do? <laughs> you could hose them down. Or I could have just stayed outside and say, that's, watch that's them and say, I'll, hey, you throw like a girl. That's what I'm going to do. They are girls, right? That's oh, why I said no. that. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to stay up all night with a carton of eggs myself. Oh my god! Because I don't hey. like that. I don't. You're gonna that. egg them. It, yep. I love that. An I'm gonna egg. stay up. An egg fight. That would give me all the ammunition I needed to stay up That's all great. night. That's and great. Sit right by my front door, and as soon as I see that little car stroll up and they throw the first egg, it's on. It's on. Damn. We'll have an egg fight. <laughs> that would actually be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. It just turns into a weird. It's like what the. 
It's like life with Anthony. Now you just like egging people. <laughs> I mean, I am the the person in the neighborhood, like, you know, like I've had little, like these little, I have some troublemaker skateboarders. Oh. And they think for some reason that like they can like curse me out and I'm not going to do it back. I don't know where they got this idea from. Yeah. But like, they're always shocked when you're like, no, let me tell you something after they've cursed you out. <laughs> so I enjoyed the the back and forth. <laughs> okay. I like it. So um, <laughs> I'd be remiss if I didn't include a couple about like romance, obviously. Um, what advice would you give to young men who feel hopeless in their pursuit of a romantic partner? Well, I mean, I can speak from experience on that a little bit, you know, because I didn't meet your your mother until I was uh, over 30. Right. When I was 33. So I had my heart broken a few times. You know, just uh, have faith that the right person is going to come along. You know, just if it didn't work out with someone, then it's the way it was. It was meant to be. You don't want to make the a wrong mistake because your mind is just clouded with uh, this lo love you have, you know, because then you're going to be more miserable later. Yeah, true. But mm. like, it, what about practical things that, that a young man or anyone could do if they're feeling hopeless? You just got to get out, meet girls, mm. you know? Yeah. I mean, and not online. <laughs> I mean, get this out. This man because knows what he's talking about. <laughs> go to the gas station, yeah. go to the not grocery the, store, not the go to the station. library. No, no. You know, there's parties or, or bars. I, we would go to parties and bars or you have friends that knew someone, they might that's introduce how it works. you. That doesn't, you know, that's the way it worked for us. Uh, but, uh, you know, because even if you didn't meet anyone, at least you had the, you know, you, you mixed with people. You know, and, and had a decent time. You weren't just sitting at home alone, you know, yeah. sitting in your room moping around because, you know, can't find anyone. You got to go out there and get it. He knows what he's talking about. Girl's not going to knock on your door. It's true. I know. I've yet to do it. <laughs> Unless they're, you know, selling solar panels nowadays. Yeah, that's true. Or magazines. Yeah. So you don't believe in online dating? I think that it, it, I have a good friend that it worked well for them. You know, uh, I mean, it's just a different way to meet people and then you meet them in person, you know, uh, I just wouldn't, you know, cause a lot of people get, what do they call it? Fishing, fishing, catfish. Catfish. <laughs> so, you know, you just gotta, Hey, you know, I like what, how you think or stuff. Would you like to meet for a cup of coffee or something like that and meet them in person? You know, it's just another way to, I mean, you know, take advantage of it. Stay out there, basically. Yeah. I've, Keep I've, your head up. I've had some episodes where we've talked about this, and I'm like, how do you even get to the point? Like, you have to see people. Like, right. you have to, like, be out and about, and men should be approaching, or you should be chatting. I mean, how else would you do it? Well, you know, and also if you're out there chatting with people, there might be a girl across the room exactly. and sees you and sees how you interact with That's people. That's what I'm saying. And that might uh, be attractive to her. Or a guy could see you talking to your friends and be like, oh, she's laughing. Yeah. It's, a lot better nice. than a, it's a lot better than a picture on the internet. It's probably not even recent. Yeah. I want to say I'm not hopeless yet, guys. Thank you, though. Oh, I mean, 
Well, I'm here for you, honey, whenever Thanks. that happens. <laughs> Thanks, Pop. He'll tell you what to do. I appreciate it. Um, so on the other end, if you go into a girl's apartment for the first time, right. what green flags are you looking for? Green flags? Yeah, so she, this girl's inviting someone over for the first time. It's been a long time since she's had a guy over to mm -hmm. her house. Right. And she's curious, what are green flags and deal breakers that she should be aware of? In her house. In her house. So when he comes over, he's not like, he's only like green flags, green flags. Like, oh, this is good, this is good. I don't know. Most of the time when I was young, the the parents were in the next room. Okay. Well, so. <laughs> you met mom at 33, you said. So. <laughs> Correct. Right. I hope. I hope not. <laughs> and, and, and she was living with your parents. Oh, uh, that's your true. Grandparents. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah parents right. are a little different. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, you just go through the motions and you just no, trust your instincts. Yeah. In the house. Like, what would be things that you're like, oh, that's concerning? Or, oh, that's what a good sign. What's something you would be like, this is a good sign. Yeah, that's I a good sign. This. I like that she has that or she's this way. Well, I would just, as long as it was neat, you know, picked up good. because that kind of tells me what, how she runs her life. You know, not, I mean, it's a hard one for not me. Not messy. Yeah. It's hard for me because he's been to my house. Because the relationship might get messy. <laughs> hmm. That's interesting. I knew you were going to say, hopefully it's neat. Mm -hmm. What's something that would be bad to see? Uh, maybe pictures of all her old boyfriends <laughs> all over the place because she hasn't let go yet. I would hope that that would not be up, but you're right. That but would you're be right, scary. yeah. But then again, it, look, it depends on what I'm looking for. Mm. You know? No. I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, like it depends on where you're going over there for. A relationship, okay? <laughs> no. Well, the first thing no, I would no, look to see you. if she... <laughs> the first thing I would look to see if she has any Destiny Child posters. <laughs> she has a husband in the attic doing choreography. Um, yeah. I think I always look at a guy's bathroom. Okay. Because I feel like most people keep, and this is men and women, will keep their, like, main rooms and their kitchen clean mm. but you can't hide the the it's like on instagram the dirt is always in the tagged photos at a house it's always in the bathroom you gotta I go to like the bathroom that medicine cabinet it might need to be peeked in and i kind of want to know like if i see like a girl's <laughs> deodorant here i'm, I'm a little concerned a that looks at people's medicine i might i don't know if you're giving me weird vibes i'm gonna i'm gonna look around do people still have medicine cabinets sure yeah most, well, you know what, in newer homes, do they? No, I don't think Not so. as much in newer homes, because I think they build, like the bathrooms are built differently. But if you were to live in like a, an apartment, a lot of apartments still have them because they're small and the vanity is really small. And so there's not a lot of room. That's a really great question. Because I mean, I mean, my house does, it's kind of old. I have one, yeah. I'm trying to think. I think some of the newer homes don't have medicine cabinets. People just put stuff underneath, maybe. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, well, and I think vanities. Yeah, drawers. Yeah. There's a lot of drawers and right. stuff. Yeah. yeah, I think vanities are built different. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's interesting. My best friend cheated, and I know. What do I do? Tell the whole thing. I am. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my best friend cheated on her spouse with an old fling that she that used and abused her from day one. She's, the old fling. The old fling, yes. She's never been able to let him go despite being in her relationship for three years. A few months ago, she went over to his house 
She told her husband she was going to a friend's place and they ended up sleeping together. He ghosted her. So he stopped contacting her and she was deeply hurt, but now feels great. She feels she got the closer she needed from this guy and is moving on, planning her wedding. They're married, but with COVID, they're having the ceremony later. Um, and I am her maid of honor. Here's the thing, though. The guilt is eating me alive. My husband and I are very close with her and her husband. And every time I see her husband, I feel terrible for knowing something like this and not telling him. My best friend refuses to tell him as she knows this is a deal breaker and will le and he'll leave her. Plus, it will expose all the lies she told him about this person over the years. It's not my place to tell him. And she genuinely seems happier and like the relationship is better now that she's gotten her quote unquote closure but I don't know how to swallow the guilt and stand by her and her husband as her maid of honor, knowing what I know. Okay. I, I would just, I could cut, see myself coming. I would cut off the relationship with her because you know, the thing about it is if she was going to do something like that, she shouldn't have told her friend. I know that's right. Okay. Don't because get you know, especially when they're that close, you know, she knows, knows the husband, you know, so she basically did it to the friend as well. She did, you know, I mean, that's the way I, cause now I'm gonna know every time we're together, you know, whether we go out for dinner or whatever. And it just, it's, it's not right that he doesn't know, but it's not my place to tell him if they're all happy now. She's, yeah, she shouldn't have said anything to her friend. I mean, if you're gonna do something like that, just keep it to yourself. Less people know, the better. Do your dirt all by your lonely. Yeah. That's what DMX said. You do something wrong, live with it. Because that's not a good friend, I feel like. I mean, people do things, right? I'm not saying it is wrong, but it's like, don't get me involved. If this is what you needed to do to, to closure yourself, especially if I'm in your wedding. Yeah, because she's going to be at the altar. Yeah, it kind of puts you in a precarious situation. And, <laughs> you know, it's like, dude. <laughs> I'm still don't understand what kind of closure she got because the guy, <laughs> yeah, the guy just stopped contacting her. And it's he like, was horrible. Oh, I got closure because I got screwed over. Right. I'm sure she's that, lying to closure. herself to make herself feel better. Um. Yeah, that's a very interesting question. It's like, if you're going to do stuff, just do it on your own. Don't get people involved. Don't do it again. Yeah. Yeah. This is true, too. Um, the person did edit and say that they are going to be telling the husband. See, no. Now, uh -oh. this is where you're going too far. Because nope. they feel that since they're both friends as well, it is their place That's to tell. That's her friend. But now they're not going to be friends at all. And you're going to... Well, you're going to cut her off the, anyway. With the same result. Man. So you want... You want to cut it off. And, you know, if you can help that this poor guy doesn't go through misery yeah, himself, at least somebody who's alone. innocent and, yeah. you know, doesn't know <laughs> what's going on. wouldn't you want him to know? Like, he no. doesn't know that his wife, is, so, like, they get married, and then two years down the road, she cheats on him again but with this guy. she might do that anyway. You know, your grandfather told me one time, he says, when you find a woman, choose wisely. So, I guess he didn't. <laughs> you know, and just... I mean, what do you gain... No one gains anything from telling that. Can you get out of the wedding? Do you think you cut it off and just don't be the maid of honor? Oh, they weren't married yet? They were married, but they hadn't had the ceremony. So this person was going to be yeah, the... Yeah, you know, well, you just tell the... You have to be straight up with the woman. You don't want, you don't want her to know, not know why 
you don't want to be her friend anymore. Oh, so you tell her, like, oh, yeah. I can't Listen, be friends with no. you. You did this. I don't want to have anything to do with it. It was wrong. Have a good life. Oh, wow. You wow. guys are hardcore. <laughs> but that's the truth. I mean, you're going to tell them, well, you know, I'm busy and I, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, if you make the decision to not be the person's friend, you should tell them why. Right. I think I would tell the friend that that was wrong and that you probably need to tell him and like maybe not be married anymore or at least be honest about what was going on. But I don't agree with what you did. But you would still stick it out and be friends. I mean, if we're going to stop being friends with people every time they do something, then I mean, yeah, no, it is. It is not good. I'm not condoning it, but I'm just saying like, I can't, I don't want to be like the moral barometer. Like my friendship is not based on every moral decision that that's you make. fair but i think that she's not a good friend because she put you in that situation she's definitely selfish knowing that you guys are friends yeah with, you know as she's two couples selfish. she knew what she was doing when she did that to you yeah I, so, i've actually had some experience with this not personally but like in another friend group where it was like the person was doing something and they were like the, the person who knew was saying you need to stop doing this. Like, you need to stop. And then they got caught. So, you know, at least you can be a friend to encourage them to make the right decision. I think that's kind of what friends are for. I think I would cut them out, too. Okay. I think I would. I don't, I don't want... She's my daughter. I don't, I don't want people like that in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I agree with... I mean, he raised me. So, I here see, we're seeing I a see. trend. It happens once. They got away with it. They think they're, they're going to do it again. again. And I don't want to be continue to be complicit in your bullshit. I don't like it. It does. I don't agree with it. I hear. And you're screwing me over too. Now yeah, I don't like knowing. Now, if it was before they were married, and there was like, oh, a, we definitely don't need to be saying nothing. No, that's yeah. different. No. <laughs> so this has been really fun. There's just one more question, uh-huh. um, and then that's it for our advice segment with Dad. Okay. Sound I am, advice. I'm two weeks from becoming a dad for the first time. What's your advice? Mm. Two weeks from, uh, you know, don't worry. Things are going to work out okay. Uh, you're not brought up being taught how to be a dad. It just You just develop. You know, every, every day is a different experience. And, uh, I mean, I don't know what else. You know, it's not, nothing to worry about. It's going to be exciting. You know, for the dad. I was about to say, spoken like a dad. So <laughs> okay, because we, we don't do all the work. Um, I guess that would be about it. I mean, you know, that's the funny thing about being a parent. Uh, you know, they don't teach you how to be one in school. It's just, uh, you know, a living experience. You learn as you go. You know, you, you want to, you got to set things in your head, how you're going to raise your kid and stuff, but you throw all that out the door. You know, when when it happens, because every kid's a little different. They have different demands and, you know, different expectations. And ah, that's, that's a tough one. I thought you answered it well. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good advice. I thought that was good advice. Mm-hmm. Just go with it. Just ride the wave, yeah. baby. And just, and always be kind. Always be, you know, show kindness because then the kids will pick up on that. That's awesome. Looking like a dad. About to tear up. All right. 
Thank you, Pop. Hey, you're welcome. You're Thanks sticking so around for You're Not Wrong, but we're heading, we're heading into it. All right, let's do it. It's your week this week. What you got? Yeah. Um, you know how this works. She's just going to tell us something that. Okay. You, you didn't explain it. You're Not Wrong is a segment where Nicole tells us. Or Elizabeth tells us. Or Elizabeth. Us. This time, Nicole. What You're Not Wrong About. Right. Usually based on a current event or something like that. Okay. I realize that, you know, we haven't, we've never really explained our segments to our listeners. I realize that now too. Yeah, we never now, did. Now, the more we have outside people come in, yeah. I'm like, yeah, we never really sat down and said, this is what it is. But maybe, yeah, maybe we need to do that. This is something you're not wrong about. So Nicole, what is, what are we not wrong about this week? I am going to riff off one of our favorite people. What, why are you? Because you, you said rift and not grift, and that I'm gonna give you some satisfaction. <laughs> Thank today you. Thank and you. And not say grift, <laughs> even though I do like saying grift because it drives you crazy. Yeah, well, it's not correct. Um, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Um, this week's about Lizzo. Okay, pop star Lizzo. Do you, you know, know Lizzo, Lizzo Elizabeth's dad? Clueless. Okay. She's a very uh, popular. Black woman, very large, uh, like oh the singer, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, you know Lizzo. She's been yeah. on SNL. Yeah, yeah, we I, watch I SNL. Haven't seen her in a long time. Yeah, she needs. She's back to making the music. Yeah. Thankfully, she's doing music stuff. So anyway, she uh, international pop star Lizzo uh, released a song called "Girls." It's a new single. Um, have you heard it? I have not. Okay, me neither. But apparently, in one of the lines in the song, she uses a word that has infuriated people. Um, so Lizzo's 34. Last week, she released a song called Girls. And the song lyric is, um, it's the the opening of it. She says, hold my bag, bitch. Hold my bag. Do you see this spat? This shit. I'm a spaz. Do I need to repeat that again? I don't like Even her if you did, in front I wouldn't of Elizabeth understand what she was saying. <laughs> I'm a spaz. Right. She says, I'm a spaz. Like, I'm about to go crazy. Right. Right. What, yeah. what do you you know what a spaz what is, What do you right? understand the word spaz to mean? Spaz is like, spaz is like I'm gonna like uh, freak out, right? Like, what do you think it means? Yeah, I would be. Yeah. Okay, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've always used it like I'm about to spaz, like I am gonna freak or, out on or you, or say like, don't be a spaz, like relax. Yeah, you know, like, stop like, being stop so being crazy. A spaz. Yeah. Right. Well, a bunch of disability activists oh, have geez. voiced their disappointment <laughs> online, <laughs> explaining that the term spaz should be removed and the song re-recorded. Someone on Twitter named Hannah Diviny says, Hey Lizzo, my disability, cerebral palsy, is literally classified as spastic dysplasia, where spastically referring refers to unending painful tightness in my legs. Your new song makes me pretty angry plus sad because spaz doesn't mean freaked out or crazy. It's an ableist slur. It's 2022, do better. So, um I'm tired. You know, this kind of thing just makes me. So there's people out there that do identify as being a spaz. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In so that, many words. Yeah. Apparently. Elizabeth said, yeah. They do. <laughs> they, do. Yeah. they identify as being a spaz. I heard they're having a convention after the, because next week there's a furry convention. And then <laughs> there's a spaz one after that. Papa, watch out. We're going to get canceled. They're about to cancel you. Oh, boy. <laughs> I didn't say that, guys. Sorry. So, feel- no, it was Elizabeth's dad. It was Elizabeth's dad. We don't know his name. Elizabeth's dad said it. The slinger clearly took the criticism seriously, and she announced Monday that she has released a new version of the song without the harmful word. 
I'm not going to read her whole statement. Yeah, please don't. She's just like, it's been brought to my attention that there is a harmful word in my new song. Let me take one, make one thing clear. I never want to promote derogatory language as a fat black woman in America. I've had many hurtful words used against me, so I overstand the power that words can have. She has replaced the word spaz with hold me back. So I will say... Um, I do not agree with the fact that she replaced the word because, you know, this is a slippery slope. You know, I understand that there are derogatory words, right? But we get into a slippery slope when we start to not allow for colloquialisms or slang or just the understanding in language that certain words can mean more than one thing. Sure. That's the basis of language, right? I am not a linguist, but I assume, like, I, as I understand language, it evolves. People use words. Um, there are some clearly offensive words, but then there's some words that have more than one meaning. And spaz is one of them. I never thought of spaz being about a disabled person, unless we're talking about a person that's, like, mentally disabled because they're freaking out all the time. And so um, Cardi B uh, basically said, like, I would have told them to, I'm not going to tell you what she said she would have told them to do, but it involved her mouth on something. She was like, I would have not have changed it. And I would have told them to do this, like basically F off. I'm not changing it. Yeah. And so I want to say, Cardi B, you're not wrong. Yeah. And anyone out there who thought that this was an overreach calling out Lizzo for using the word spaz, you're not wrong either. We need to relax because we what we're going to do is we're going to limit free speech and we're going to like limit the use of language so much that we're not even going to be able to communicate anymore. Yeah. In art. And I really don't like that. It goes from like comedians not being able to joke about stuff to words and songs not being able to be used. Like what's next? I really don't like that. So you're not wrong if you think Lizzo should have kept spaz in her song. What do you guys think? I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, if you, all you have to do is say, look, you took it wrong. That wasn't my meaning. And just leave it at that. Right. Yeah, I think I. it's hard, too, because I feel like when you do this, so you bend it once, now the the bar for Liz is going to be so high. Yeah. You know, it's almost like you have to tell them No. Like, that's not what I meant. It's a colloquial expression. It's A-A-V-E. Are you? It's not even. But even it's so, you could say, like. everybody's word. Even so, you could say, like, oh, this is, are you, you're offending me now. Right. This is my colloquial expression. I like, this is an it. idiomatic expression that I use. Right. And you're now right. offending me. You right. know, you have to almost, like, play the game. Because if you bend, now it's, like, every single time. And like you said, there are offensive things. Like yeah, there are clearly things, offensive words. There's a line, but also, I mean, there are, I think we can all come up with like three words that are in that gray period where it's like, I know that people are really offended by this word. Personally, I'm not. I would and use I, it if I could. If I yeah, want to. and like, right. but spaz doesn't even enter that. It does not. It's not even at the starting gate. It's nowhere even in the race. And no, it's not like she's saying like, I'm gonna cerebral. So that it's like so obvious. Or I'm gonna palsy. You know, right? Yeah. Well, that would be that crazy. Would be, <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah, cerebral is good. That's like yeah. brain. Right. But so I'm I, gonna palsy. Right. 
Well, you know, I think that you have to remember too that these these artists they do it for a reason. They bend, and it's totally mm-hmm. for financial reasons. That's because they want to be point. on everybody's good side. So, but eventually, you know, if you, you were just a regular person on the street and you said that, and somebody you Nobody know made a comment, hey, you know, I didn't mean it that way. Get conversation. lost. Yeah, but eventually, there's going to be something she does that inevitably pisses someone off and and it's going to be something even more benign right but because she took this back now it'll be like oh you said fat and it's like she can't even say she you know can't what even I'm call herself fat right i'm surprised honestly, nobody jumped on that one i'm su- i'm honestly waiting for that day to come i feel like maybe she almost did it on purpose did that's we- just how i think took it oh use the word and then took it back no to say fat and then people would be like don't say fat and you know just just it's mind games. It is. It's word it's and mind games. And I'm just like, when do we get to just make art and say, I stand behind what I said? Where, where is the base in your voice? Where are you going to be like, this is what I meant. I'm not changing it. If you don't like it, don't buy the song. Yeah. Well, they know who they can come after. They cave. They know they're not going to come after Cardi B, but they'll go right. after Lizzo they'll because after Lizzo her. plays the game. She plays the game because she, she plays ca- it too she, well. She pulls the card. Yeah. Too. You know? Right. Because if you don't really care about what people say to you, it's easier to be like, I'm gonna seriously, say what I wanna say. right? But I think if you do, if you are like, oh, you shouldn't say that, then when someone tells you, well, you shouldn't say that, then you have to, you fall. have to be like, okay, you're right, I can't say that. Man, oh man, it's tough. The world out here. we live in. It's the world we live in. It's getting worse <laughs> day by day, isn't it? Well, on that incredibly light note. <laughs> God, I feel so sen- sensitive today. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Pop. It was a fun time. Thanks, Thanks for giving so us your Father's that. Day advice. Well, thank you. I'm sure this is going to be one podcast I will not listen to. Oh, what? Because I don't want to hear myself. I don't Aww. know. You'll be surprised. Yeah. I think you're going to sound good. These okay. mics do a good job. These mics job are good. These right. mics are yeah. pretty good. Jason Thanks takes care of us. It was nice, Bob. Well, thank you for having me. It was name. a pleasure. <laughs> Uh, we hope you like what you heard. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we will read it out loud on the show. And you might win something one day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, maybe. See we'll ya. see. <laughs>